Vancomycin has been around for decades, and it's a drug of choice for the treatment of MRSA infections. While intravenous dosing recommendations are usually weight-based, vancomycin is oftentimes simply prescribed using a flat dose strategy of one gram every 12 hours. So, with the growing obesity epidemic, it's worthwhile to ask whether we aren't commonly underdosing our patients when we write for vancomycin using the conventional flat dose. You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Focus on Pharmacy. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Turk, PharmD, and our guest is Dr. Ronald Hall II, PharmD. A board-certified pharmacotherapy specialist, Dr. Hall works at the North Texas VA Healthcare System and the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas. Dr. Hall also has an appointment at the Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center School of Pharmacy, and he's the lead author of a multi-center evaluation of vancomycin dosing that was recently published in the American Journal of Medicine. Dr. Hall, welcome to the program. We're discussing vancomycin dosing and the obese, and I'd like to start off by asking why the appropriateness of vancomycin dosing is becoming an increasingly relevant question in healthcare. Well, it's uh, becoming an increasingly relevant question, for one, because we now have alternate options available, and folks are starting to ask, is vancomycin still the best choice? In addition, we have MRSA isolates that are having increasing vancomycin MICs, and those increasing vancomycin MICs have been associated with decreased survival rates or decreased clinical outcomes that are favorable for patients. How exactly should vancomycin be dosed according to current treatment guidelines and past literature? Treatment guidelines have basically recommended the 15 milligram per kilogram type of dosing strategies. Trough concentration goals have ranged from 10 to 20 micrograms per milliliter. Which guidelines make those recommendations in particular? The nosocomial pneumonia guidelines and the endocarditis guidelines, which experts in the field usually refer to also as the bacteremia guidelines. That's the empiric dose, and then, and then how, how do we adjust dosing typically? Based off the trough concentration that we were just referring to of 15 to 20 micrograms per mil for nosocomial pneumonia, and I believe the endocarditis is a little bit more general than that. How exactly have healthcare professionals gotten stuck in the rut of prescribing one gram IV every 12 hours when writing for vancomycin? Well, I'd say a couple of reasons. One is that the FDA has not changed the prescribing information for vancomycin in spite of multiple pharmacokinetic studies stating that Actual body weight is the best descriptor to use when dosing vancomycin for obese patients. Therefore, clinical studies evaluating vancomycin against these newer comparators still use a 1 gram Q12 dose for everyone and then wait till later to adjust dosing based on the local standard of care. Secondly, the advent of the premixed bag and along with the 1 gram Q12 being used in studies, also facilitate folks being content with not increasing uh, pharmacy time or coming up with the calculation of what the proper dose should be. Given that we've talked about that flat dose potentially being inappropriate for several patients, is, is that dose ever appropriate? It certainly is. For an average 70-kilo patient, which is a phrase that's thrown around, a fair bit. I don't think the average U.S. patient is 70 kilos anymore, but 
for a patient that weighs 70 kilos, if you do 70 times 15, you come out with approximately one gram per dose. So in that weight of patient or even slightly under, a one gram dose is appropriate. And patients that weigh dramatically under that or dramatically over that, you're either putting the patient at risk of adverse events if they weigh substantially under 70 kilograms or at further risk of a suboptimal clinical outcome if, you're, if they're being underdosed in the case of obese patients. I have to imagine there are some healthcare professionals out there who either just recently in medical school or who are perhaps a ways removed from medical school may remember reading or hearing or learning something about toxicity associated with vancomycin and might be concerned about perhaps pushing the dose up to, say, maybe 1.5 or 2 grams of vancomycin per dose. Do you think that those concerns are well-placed? There have been a few papers recently describing uh, increased nephrotoxicity rates with more aggressive uh, vancomycin dosing schemes. In particular, a paper by Tom Lodice and colleagues, they looked at patients who received four grams or more per day and found that those patients had a increased risk of kidney toxicity. However, only a few of those patients actually weighed more than 100 kilograms that received four grams per day and most of those patients, it appears, actually received more than the recommended 30 mg per kg per day dose of vancomycin. So it may simply be a case of overdosing even beyond the clinical guideline scenario than actual using the guideline recommended dose resulting in increased nephrotoxicity. It's a nice segue into uh, to your study. As I mentioned earlier, you'd recently published a study in the American Journal of Medicine. What was the impetus for your study? The impetus for our study was to determine for a drug such as vancomycin that has multiple studies telling us how to prescribe it in obese patients if those recommendations are actually being followed. My area of research is drug dosing and obesity, even though most of my studies that are ongoing are pharmacokinetic and pharmacodynamic studies to identify doses of other agents for obese patients. This study actually was looking the other way around. Okay, the dose is already defined. How good a job or how bad a job are we doing of actually following those recommendations? How was your study conducted then? It was a retrospective chart review type of study and it was conducted at two centers, Presbyterian Hospital of Dallas and VA Medical Center in Dallas. And neither one of those hospitals has a pharmacist-guided uh, dosing system for vancomycin. And basically, we looked at the dose of vancomycin, the frequency of vancomycin, and evaluated the appropriateness both on a per-dose and a per-day basis. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Focus on Pharmacy on ReachMD XM 157. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Turk. Our guest is Dr. Ronald Hall, a board-certified pharmacotherapy specialist at the Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center School of Pharmacy in Dallas. We're discussing a paper that he and others had published just recently in the American Journal of Medicine about IV vancomycin dosing in patients who are obese. So, Dr. Hall, getting back to your study, what sort of patient population were you looking at? The average age in our study, I believe, was 
56, basically mid-50s. And these are patients with multiple comorbid medical conditions. However, we did only look at patients with what we considered normal renal function or creatinine clearance of at least 60 mils per minute, as that's the creatinine clearance that our institutions use to start dose-adjusting vancomycin. Did you take a duration of therapy into account when formulating the inclusion or exclusion criteria? We did not for this study. This was actually a cursory look to see if it was even a problem at all. And we're following that study up to look at folks specifically with MRSA bacteremia, and we'll be looking at duration of therapy and following up some of these other studies that have reported effects on nephrotoxicity as well to see if that's actually the case in our population. And in your study, what sort of endpoints were you looking at? In the study in the American Journal of Medicine, it was purely did the patients get an appropriate dose or not. And from a pharmacy standpoint, we also looked at did the dose get changed within a 24-hour period, which was rather disappointing. Only four patients out of over 100 that were inappropriately dosed received a dose change within a 24-hour period. So it's definitely not one discipline's issue. It's a multidisciplinary problem. Your primary outcome was whether or not a patient was empirically treated with 10 milligrams per kilogram for each of the different body mass index cohorts that you had defined in your study. Why 10 milligrams per kilogram rather than 15? That's a great question, and we got that question from other folks as well. The guidelines routinely recommend 15 milligrams per kilogram, but since vancomycin is usually dosed on a 250 milligram or rounded to a 250 milligram increment, we decided to be a little bit lax with our primary endpoint and to try to give folks the benefit of the doubt and then also look at the 15 milligram per kilogram as a secondary measure. So in terms of your study's results, what did you find as far as uh, correct dosing was concerned for each of the different body mass index cohorts? For underweight patients, regardless of the dosing measure we utilized, we found that they received at least an adequate dose. Then with the normal weight patients, when we used the lenient measure of 10 milligram per kilogram, virtually all of them received an adequate dose. But when you went to the 15 milligram per kilogram, only half of those patients received an adequate dose. The overweight population, over 90% received a 10 mg per kg dose, but only one patient in that group received at least 15 milligrams per kilogram per dose. That was one patient out of how many? Out of 99. Wow. Okay. So 1% of patients was appropriately dosed with vancomycin, empirically anyway. Right, and we haven't even got to the obese patients yet. The obese patients, only 28% received a 10 milligram per kilogram dose, and only one out of 155 patients received a 15 milligram per kilogram dose. Were you surprised by these findings? I would like to say yes, but unfortunately no. Like I say, with the preponderance of FDA approval studies, still utilizing a 1-gram Q12 flat dosing regimen for all patients and no sub-analyses of that information to see the effect of obesity on patient outcomes. 
that's the way many folks are taught in the pharmacokinetic data, even though it's made it into the guidelines on a MIG per kick basis, it really hasn't translated into clinical practice. You'd also been a little critical, too, of not simply the medical professionals who'd been dosing vancomycin, but also the role that pharmacy had played. Why was that again? Well, as pharmacists, we're supposed to be the medication or, or the drug experts. And if we're not going to use a medication correctly that needs to be dosed on a milligram per kilogram basis, then we need to move on to a drug that we can use correctly. What do you think the implications of your study are? I would say the biggest implication is that we really need to reinforce to all disciplines involved in dosing vancomycin that it is based on actual body weight and that if you're concerned about nephrotoxicity or giving too high a dose, there are alternate agents now available that you can use. So basically, if you're going to use a medication, use it correctly, and if there's other alternatives out there, use them if you're not going to dose vancomycin correctly. So what place does your publication have in the literature at large? Where do we go from here? I would say we need more information regarding the effect of obesity on outcomes of patients receiving vancomycin. We've currently got a follow-up study going on uh, looking at that and would love to see other groups either replicate what we're going to find or contradict even what we're going to find. And then also uh, looking at the actual milligram per kilogram dosing and its effects on nephrotoxicity. Basically, most groups that have looked at nephrotoxicity so far have either looked at vancomycin levels, which you have a chicken and the egg type of phenomenon there. Did the increased vancomycin level cause the nephrotoxicity? Or did the nephrotoxicity cause um, the increased vancomycin trough concentration? And so your recommendation is that we move forward with those studies? We've got them going on as uh, retrospective resident projects, but certainly it would be more powerful as prospective projects. That's just not where my focus is right now. We've been talking with Dr. Ronald Hall about how good a job we're doing dosing IV vancomycin in the obese. Dr. Hall, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm Dr. Charles Turk. You've been listening to Focus on Pharmacy on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Be sure to visit our website at ReachMD.com, featuring on-demand podcasts of our entire library. For comments and questions, please call us toll-free at 888-MDXM157. And thank you for listening.